the truth of it is, is I wrote it because I don't want anybody to not have a choice in this world. And if we keep going the way we're going and just being passive about it and going, oh yeah, I saw that. Oh, that sucks. You know, before we know it, we're going to end up at, in the middle of a very tyrannical society worldwide. The only way to stop the violence is for us to break the silence right now. So if you tend to agree and you're pissed off like me, stand your ass up and scream it out loud. Saying I will not comply. They're trying to take me to task Cause I don't want to wear a mask And take the vaccine that can maybe make me die They got no scientific evidence To back that crap up All they do is treat us like they lie That's why I will not go I'm here to tell you, Betsy I will not go Welcome to Freedom Junkie Radio, Freedom Junkies, the podcast that takes you to the next level of freedom. Today, we've got a Freedom Junkie on that I am so excited to have on the show because he has written my, the theme song to my life right now. Um, <laughs> every time I walk into a shop where I think I might get, you know, somebody might walk up to me and say, excuse me, ma'am, would you put a mask on? in the back of my throat. It's waiting right there. <laughs> I will not comply. And I am just ready to go. You want to take me to task because I don't want to wear a mask or take a vaccine that could maybe make me die. Oh, the whole thing. <laughs> I love your song. I love Thank you. you. We do. Thank nice you so much. Guys. So we've got Blind Joe with us today. Welcome, Blind Hi. Joe. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for having me, Betsy. I really appreciate it. You know, uh, you were one of the first people that that got in touch with me after uh, after I released the song, and I can't thank you enough for uh, for spreading the message, man. I, you know, I've I've a lot of people have come at me with this song, as you probably guessed, and you know, of course, I'm an anti-masker and an anti-vaxer and an uh, God knows what else they call me. But you know, the reality of this song is this is not a song about telling you what you should do. I would never tell anybody what they should do. I, I mean, that's one of the beauties of living in America and, and essentially the world, uh, you know, aside from a few dictatorships is we have the freedom to choose and to decide what we want to do. And I especially think that with a virus that's got a 99% recovery rate, there's absolutely no reason to be uh, taking any of our freedoms away from us, so. Well, you and I are on that same page and I have never spoken with you before except just a little bit of communication about this, yeah. having an interview. And um, my dog is over here, she's about to bark. Um, anyway, I, um, I wanna know all about you because I'm so fascinated. Um, we caught one of your lives on YouTube while we were traveling. And oh, uh, yeah, it's so, I, I'm a country singer too. So I'm like all about what you're, what you're doing. Yeah, and I. I know you have a you have a song uh, that's uh, in a similar vein as I will not comply, right? Right. What's in the vaccine? Well, it's called We Can Agree because I yeah. didn't think it would make the gauntlet through, you know. If yeah, it was right. What's yeah, in the try vaccine, putting right? vaccine on a YouTube video. I mean, geez, I didn't even have it in my title and they took 48,000 views, but they nailed me down. Oh, what do you mean? They uh, I put it up. Uh, I put the official video up on uh, Friday 
of last week. And by Sunday, they took it down, 48,000 views for uh, medical misinformation. Okay, wait, they took your, they took the video down? Took it down completely. So I sent them an appeal and I said, hello, my video does not contain any medical misinformation. In fact, it's pro-freedom and certainly the fine folks at YouTube aren't against freedom, dot, 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 are you? Question mark. Um, well, so we've already said the V word on this video. And yeah. I don't know. So when I first started the um, Freedom Junkie Radio back in February, my very first video got the boot and I got a strike because we were talking about masks and the V. I've already said yeah. it. Yeah. Now I have gone back and for YouTube, I have... Um, like censored the word yeah don't just, don't like, do that don't do that i mean i'm not going to tell you what to do but but please don't do that and here's why that's exactly what youtube wants you to do and when you do that they'll come at you with another video and say oh oh well you did that but you didn't do this i've seen it happen time and time again with people uh don't play their game you well, want to if you want to if you want to game youtube what you do is just like they used to do with pirate radio get a bunch of people together and have them upload the video that they took down to their channels. If they wanna create new channels, that's fine, but that's the way to get around YouTube. Something like The Last American Vagabond has been doing. I don't know if you know who that is, yeah, Ryan Christian, yeah. but he's been doing that with his streams and I think it's absolutely fantastic, man. Good on him. Okay, well, the other thing to do is to support the other, the, the competition, you know, go over oh, yes. to Stitch, Shoot and Rumble, which is where all right. my videos are as well. Yes, that too. Yeah, totally uncensored. And so, so is your I will not comply video, is it on BitChute and Rumble? It is on Rumble right now. Um, I was trying to get it on BitChute yesterday, but BitChute is kind of an accessibility nightmare with their CAPTCHA system. Uh, so yeah. I have to wait for some visual assistance there. But uh, I'll, I'll be getting it up as soon as I can, man. And, and with, the, with everything that's going on, I mean, I'm, I'm really just kind of like sitting here hanging on tight and hoping everything goes as smooth as I think it's going because it's been an absolute whirlwind this past week. Well, you're, first of all, okay, I'm going to ask you, I want to know all about you. I want to know okay. about your, but should we, should we, should I, I we, just, go ahead. Should we start from the very beginning or do you have specific questions? Like your uh, former lives and all that. No, I'm kidding. I have specific <laughs> questions. I, um, uh, I just want to say, I, in a former life, I was probably a cowboy that got murdered very, very quickly. Okay. Well, that wouldn't surprise me. I, I, I'm sure I was, you know, there among you. Right, probably. right. Yeah, um, probably on the same team. So um, I think you have a voice like honey. I loved when I was listening to your live and you were doing all the covers of my, of a lot of my favorite artists. Every one of those covers got copyright claimed on YouTube. I've never had a copyright claim in my life. And I had an entire show that I called hashtag cover it. You can go on my YouTube channel and, and watch the playlist. I did it with my, my niece, Sophie, and uh, <clears throat> never once got a claim. Every single song I sang on that uh, live video that you're talking about got a copyright claim. So they're coming after you because you're oh, speaking yeah. the truth. Time. Yeah. Big okay. Time, well, well, all right. I fist bump you virtually so um i want to know so are you totally blind and were yes. you born that way you you're totally blind and and were you born that way or did you get that i, I was i okay. was so yeah so i uh i was born three months premature 
And the doctors told my parents that I probably wasn't going to make it. There was a 98% chance that I wouldn't make it. And if I did, I would be severely multi-handicapped. Uh, long story short, the only thing that happened is I have what's called retinopathy of prematurity, basically a fancy way of saying my retinas didn't attach. So uh, hence the blindness. But luckily, I avoided all the other uh, all the other handicaps they were trying to say that I would have, uh, except for maybe a couple mental ones. If you talk to my wife, I'm sure she'd expound on that for you. Yes. <laughs> Same here. Uh, all right. So. Um, you've managed beautifully to just to navigate this world and your perception of the world and what's going on in it must be so interesting because you're not seeing all the masked weirdness you're yeah just and hearing I think, about it i think that's a lot of it is that i don't have all this visual stimuli you know there's a lot of things that sighted people don't even think about that 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 don't even register you know what i mean for example uh, i live in nashville and we have advertising all over in Nashville, like any big city does, you know, billboards and signs and this and that. And, and it's constant, especially with the COVID craziness, you know, are you vaccinated? Get your booster and oh, wear a mask here, wear a mask there and da 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 da, you know, and I don't have to deal with that. And, uh, and I, I just, uh, I'm also not one of these people that is just going to be like, oh, okay, you know, if I walk into a place and they say, you need to put a mask on in here, I'll just say, no, I, I, if I were going to patronize your establishment, I would, but I'm not. So bye. Right. Good. And, and that's what, and that's what we need to do. You know, I think when it comes to all this stuff, you know, not, not even just masks and vaccines, but you know, we're, we're in a situation right now, Betsy, and I don't mean to get too, uh, too deep into this, but, uh, you can call this what you want, the Great Reset, the New World Order, there's a million different names for it, but the reality of it is that these people wanna destroy us from the inside out. They wanna take capitalism, bring it down and institute this kind of social communism or whatever you wanna call it, uh, where they have the control and we are the slaves. And uh, if you don't believe me, I strongly, strongly suggest you go on Amazon and look up a book called COVID-19, The Great Reset by a man named Klaus Schwab, who's the head of the World Economic Forum and has laid out in vivid detail their exact plan. You can read it right there for yourself. Okay, that's one I haven't read. So I will put that in the show notes. If you're listening to this, then you can go check out Anything that we mentioned like that, I'll put a link to your music and your website and everything in the show notes so people can find you. Thank um, you. Thank that's great. I mean, I know all about Klaus Schwab and the Great Reset and all that. I have not read the book. Um, yeah, it's 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 what you think it is. You know, I mean, it's just it just lays it all out there. And I mean, maybe these people think they're doing good. I don't know. Uh, I highly doubt it. But you know, that's just my opinion. So I would just say to your listeners, if you haven't read it, you know, read it and, and decide for yourself. That's the big thing. Question everything. Well, yeah. I mean, if Agenda 21 happens, it's not a good thing for humanity. No, I mean, they... no. And, and, you know, they, you can, you can see it happening if you, if you pay attention, especially to the mainstream media and the articles that they release. I know Forbes had an article about uh, the fact that we shouldn't critically think you know, you've got Don Lemon on CNN telling us that you shouldn't do your own research. What do you know? And, uh, you know, these people are all part of it, man. So don't let them don't let them pull the wool over your eyes. So you have managed to 
navigate this and research stuff and listen to stuff, obviously. I'm assuming mm -hmm. you listen to some audiobooks. Um, I don't know, do you read Braille? I do. I do. I do. I, you know, not, not a lot anymore. I mean, I, I'm very proficient at Braille in Braille, but I don't, uh, everything is so um, <clears throat> screen reader oriented now that most of my stuff comes from, uh, you know, either reading like scientific studies or something on like uh, Rockfin or BitChute or Rumble or, and I do do YouTube too. Okay. So when you're on YouTube, you can listen to what they're saying. If I mean, so you're getting the majority of your information audioly. Yep, yep, auditorily. Yeah, that's okay. correct. And so what uh, what I do is I have uh, well, okay, all Apple products, whether it be iPhone, iPad, iPod, Mac, all have a built-in screen reader called Voiceover. And what it does is basically it's it's a uh, uh, speech. What do they call it? Text to speech. So it. Uh, reads what's on the screen now on my phone i can move my finger around the screen and it will tell me what's under my finger so okay. instead of tapping on it then i double tap to activate it and so on and so forth and it's so gesture based you're at the mercy of of when it gets it all wrong too that's yeah kind of I, I, I am i am and that's with dictation as well as the internet in general because for all the claims of inclusion and accessibility that you'll find plastered all over the internet the internet is a very, very sorry place for blind people sometimes. <laughs> I just love your humor about it. Like you're, I had, you had a shirt on that said, I'm blind, stupid. And then when you said yeah. in that live, you said, so, you know, you people on YouTube, you, I, I can't see what you're putting in the chat. I mean, obviously the blind thing, you know, like I love yeah, yeah, that yeah. you're just, so I want to know how you got into music and playing the guitar. When did that start? Okay. So, so yeah, when I was about two years old, um, my grandpa, my grandpa Bob was always really big into music. He was in some bands around North Dakota. He was a hell of an accordion player. And uh, he was really big into Hank and Merle Haggard and stuff. And so he had bought me a Hank Williams tape because I had begged and begged for one and bought me one. And I figured out that Hank was playing guitar. So I begged and pleaded for him to buy me a guitar and teach me. So when I was two or three, he bought me a, a $20 Sears and Roebuck guitar and took a he tuned it to an open chord, like a dobro, and I'm sure you know what a dobro is, but for those people out there that may not, a dobro is a, a style of guitar that I'm not very good at explaining what it looks like being blind, but it's, it's widely used in country and blues music. And you know the sound of a dobro when you hear it, it's that very twangy, slidey kind of sound. It has a um, resonator on it. Yes, yeah. And so, he tuned it to a dobro and what he did was he screwed a metal plate onto the neck of the guitar and used wooden mailbox letters and glued them on the guitar. It's big ones for the majors and small ones for the, for the sharps. And then showed me the letters as they corresponded to the notes so that when I would play, I could use my thumb as I was playing with a slide to feel what note I was on. And so once I got that down, he and I would sit in my parents' basement in this music room that they had like way on the other end of the house for us. And uh, we would just jam, man, for hours and hours. And that, that went on for years and years until uh, I was probably 11 or 12. And I started getting into like Pantera and Guns N' Roses and that kind of stuff. And so oh, I decided then that, you know, I needed to... Uh, if I was going to be a rock star, I was going to have to stop at the slide and learn how to play with my fingers. And so I taught myself uh, how to fret when I was probably 12 or 13. 
Well, um, so you you love heavy metal and I'll probably- I love it all, man. I love it all. You know, my Spotify right now is like uh, the newest album from Raw and Seven Dust and then like the newest record from Vin J and Tom McDonald and then the newest record from like Cody Johnson and uh, who's my other country stuff? Drake Milligan right now. I'm really into him. So okay. anything, anything that's real, man, anything with heart and soul and something that that's, that's, uh, it's got some substance, you know, we're, we're what, no matter what genre you're talking about today, uh, the powers that be have made it, uh, have made sure that substance is not something that is in our music because they don't want you thinking. Well, uh, you just in, mentioned a couple of names that I'm not familiar with. So I'm real excited to get turned on to some good new music. So I will put all that in the show notes as well. And, um, so you were drawn to music from the time you could walk. You wanted to yeah. play. That oh, is- yeah. Always, always singing. Always. I mean, even before I talk, could talk, my mom said I was singing, singing, singing. So. Well, uh, I, I want to when I when I go to edit this, this podcast, I want to use your music at the beginning. Is that OK with you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can use anything you want. And so you what'll want happen, what'll happen is you'll get if you, YouTube will flag it and say you're using someone's music, they get yeah. the any any money from it, which is fine. You can have. The yeah, they will. <laughs> they will do that with I will not comply. Um, and that is actually my fault. Uh, when I uploaded for distribution they asked me if I wanted it to be put on YouTube and I said yes but I didn't realize that I or anybody that I said could use the sound would get would get a copyright strike yeah it's or, okay. or, or it's not a strike actually it's just a claim so it doesn't yeah. affect your channel what but, it does is you get the anything that this video generates goes to you right yeah yeah, yeah. and that is awesome. that is cool but it's kind of annoying at the same time when you put up your, you know, something like some random 30 second short video to try to promote. And it's like, hey, you can't do that. That's not your sound. It's yours. You know, Yeah. well, that <laughs> happens to me every time because I use my own music usually at the beginning of my podcasts. And so you uh, must use like you must use DistroKid, too, then, huh? No, I use CD Baby. Oh, OK, yeah. And I'm supposed to have, I was supposed to have another song come out uh, the 1st of November and I screwed up on CD Baby. I just had to re-upload the audio. So it'll be coming out soon. Hey, but, something um, cool. I, I don't know who you do your website with, but I do mine through Banzoogle. And if you do, um, you get five free coupons a year for album and single releases through CD Baby. All right. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. So that's definitely something to keep in mind. I still use DistroKid because I pay them yearly. And they have a thing on their platform where you can pay 30 bucks on your song and it's called Leave a Legacy. And whether DistroKid or you get completely eliminated from the internet entirely, your song will still remain. So that's what I did with I Will Not Comply because I knew what was coming, so. Okay, well, um, so then my next question is, so you were you were born blind, Music yep. music's been a part of like, your entire like you you were eating baby food and, and playing the guitar definitely and so then how did you end up being a freedom lover and I'm assuming that I'm just assuming yeah. you're you're you know a freedom junkie that's why I wanted you on the show yes um, I would love to tell you so um when I was in about seventh or eighth grade uh I was in choir uh not because I like choir because it was an easy a 
And uh, me and this kid would stand in the back all the time and just fake sing, you know, his name was Matt Marcourt. And I got to know him real well and his buddy, Sean Myrold, and uh, turned out that they were uh, junior ROTC. And I really didn't know anything about ROTC, but what I realized about these kids is that they were more disciplined than the kids that I was hanging out with and they had goals. Um, so I thought maybe I should start hanging out with these guys, see what this is all about because I definitely don't have discipline or goals. So, so I started hanging out with them and uh, I really eventually just got into what they were doing. You know, they were, they're so proud of their country and they really couldn't wait to, to get out and, and be in the real you know, army or air force or Navy or whatever program they wanted to eventually get into. And I hung out with them through high school and eventually asked the major if I could join. And of course, that's a big no, because you're blind, you know? And uh, so that pissed me off pretty, pretty well. Um, but I still continued to hang out with those guys and we still talk to this day. Uh, but after that, I was kind of uh, off put with the whole thing. Cause I thought, well, I mean, I get that I can't aim a gun but like certainly there's something I could do. Um, and so for a few years, I was like, you know, the military doesn't care about me, then I don't care about the military, screw those guys, you know? But as I started playing more music, playing shows and talking to veterans and people that had come back that I knew personally that were coming back uh, on leave, you know, from Iraq or, or what have you, um, it dawned on me that, hey, these, these people, are are fighting for the country not not the government you know not the the powers that be they're they're fighting for their families that's why they signed up for this stuff and as that kind of dawned on me i started playing more patriotic music and really talking to these guys about their situations especially the veterans and that's talking to them that's when you find out how much the government really doesn't care about anybody in the military uh, unless you're doing something in their favor. Um, and even when you do that, when it's done, they just kick you to the curb, you know? And if you don't believe me, all you got to do is look at statistics. You know, we've got 23 veterans committing suicide every day. Uh, and it's, it's sick, you know, it's sad. Um, they, they take our money and then they put it into fighting these wars that nobody really wants to fight, but there are good people out there that want to do it because they want what's best for their families and their country. And, uh, these people take full advantage of that situation. So that's where my, uh, my passion for freedom comes in because they've been trying to take it away from all of us for a long, long time. They're just amping it up now with this COVID crap. So what can we do? Well, I think, I think the important thing is to remember that, um, you know, it's, it's easy to think, oh my gosh, this stuff pisses me off. So I'm going to freak out. I'm going to really do something or I'm going to, yell at somebody or I'm going to grab up my guns and we're going to war, you know, and that's not it. You know, this is something that they're going to try to push no matter what we do. And I'm not saying don't fight. Of course we need to stand up, but I think the way to fight is to, first of all, be healthy, you know, get yourself healthy, stop with the processed foods, stop eating fast food, find yourself, uh, you know, good locally grown vegetables and grass fed free range meats. You know, if you want websites for that, I use misfitsmarket.com for vegetables and they're fantastic. Um, also, as far as meat is concerned, 
<clears throat> butcherbox.com is great. There's moink.com and excuse me, M-O-I-N-K, moink.com is another great meat place. If you're living in a food desert and you can't find this stuff, you know, we're very fortunate here in Tennessee. We have a lot of farms. So I use a farm called ZK Ranches out here for meat. But uh, that's, that's the big thing is to get healthy and to um, not be afraid. You know, we have to remember, too, I think that Jesus is always with us and God is always here no matter what. You know, so often we think, oh, I didn't go to church and I haven't been to church in a month. And oh, man, I, I bet God's pissed. God doesn't get pissed. God loves us. Even in the face of all this evil crap that they're trying to throw on us, God is here. And, you know, people ask me, how do you know that for a fact? Because I've prayed and I've gotten answers. You know, I was a very hardcore addict for 20 years of my life between alcohol and drugs. And uh, God never left me even then. So I think prayer is important, especially community prayer. Even if you don't believe in God or you don't believe in Jesus, uh, it doesn't hurt to just kick a little something up there, you know, in, in, a, in, in the vein of spiritual community, because these people that are doing this to us, I promise you, believe spiritually in what they're doing. And the only way to counteract that kind of spirituality is with spirituality. Now, that's just my opinion, but I strongly believe that. Uh, I want to ask you about all of that. My dog is losing her mind in the other room. So <laughs> hold on just a second. I had to mute my no mic. Problem. So, no problem. Um, hang on just a second. I'll edit this. I'll be right back. I'm gonna sure. Here Take your time. I want to get my yeah. phone and play with you. I don't know if we can do that on Zoom or not. I don't know if it would. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it would like link sync up or not. Yeah, I don't think it would, and I don't know if I could hear you over my fiddle well enough to do oh, it. Oh yeah, you got to figure that out. Well, yeah, um, right. so uh, I'm interested in your alcohol and drug addiction, and you just busted yeah. out with that, and and just and yeah. So. And so you're, it's I, behind you. So give us a little bit on that. Yeah, it is. You, yeah. you can't so, do what you're doing and, and you can do what you're doing. Cause, cause I don't drink anymore either. I had to right, give it up. Congratulations. That's great. Like a professional party girl for, a oh while, so. man, I tell you, <laughs> I, I, I thought it was fun at the time. Um, but I couldn't be doing what I'm doing. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't be doing a, a, a five percent of what I'm doing if I right. had I was giving way too much of my time and my energy to drinking so tell yeah. us a little bit about your situation well for me um now this is kind of going to sound a little weird to people and I understand that uh but I'm I'm I live my life now through a, a policy of honesty so here we go um I always knew that drinking and drugging was going to be part of my life um you know my uncles my dad my my families both sides of my family uh alcoholism and i always it's thought a family it was cool. tradition right and i <laughs> right exactly <laughs> and i always thought it was cool and i knew that once i was old enough i was going to start drinking and i'd probably dabble in drugs and whatever else and it was going to be fun it was going to be great and uh you know it just uh, obviously did not turn out that way but uh it was fun for a while and i guess i probably started drinking when I was like 13, 12 or 13, but I mean, really started drinking when I was probably 
18. Um, and not long after I started drinking, started going to AA because I saw exactly where it was going. Cause I mean, I started drinking beer and I was at the liquor bottles by, I mean, in no time and going through a bottle a day and, mm -hmm. and everything else. And so, um, you know, I, I hit up AA and I've been back and forth in, in, in and out of AA forever and ever and ever. But finally, after like two years, I was just like, this shit's not for me, you know, or excuse me, this stuff's not for me. And, uh, so I just kind of kept, kept on rolling, man. I, I, I was booking shows here and there, but I was definitely drinking a lot every day and uh, I was really depressed and just, yeah, it was, it was bad. It was a bad, bad way to live for a good uh, 10 years. Um, and then finally I uh, got back together with my wife, now Leanne, we had broken up uh, back in like 04 or 05 because of my drinking, of course. And uh seven years later she she messaged me on my birthday on Facebook and uh didn't even know it was my birthday but but yeah thankfully she did because we ended up getting back together and she's actually the reason I'm I'm two and a half years sober now uh well her Jesus of course me but, too yeah. two and a half years are you awesome man right mine is, on mine yeah, is right. July 8th 2019 what about you right uh mine was St. Patrick's Day I had a buddy kill himself uh four days prior and so I went on a nice big bender and uh yeah. And then I, uh, it was about, it was a Sunday night. It was like three in the morning. I remember I walked into my bathroom with a bottle of Jack in my hand, threw up three times, grabbed the bottle, started drinking, sat down and thought, what the hell are you doing, dude? I mean, you just threw up violently and now you're just going to put more of this in your system. But I needed it because I couldn't move for shaking. My anxiety was at hundred miles an hour. And uh, that's when I just sat down on the floor in the bathroom and just prayed and prayed and prayed. And, uh, shortly after that, I was in the bathtub crying and had a song pretty much fully formed in my head. And after I could come to my senses a little bit, after a couple of days, I wrote it down and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be releasing it here hopefully in the next couple of months. But, uh, this was, you know, I wrote it like five years ago or however long ago it was that all this happened. Okay. Four, three, years ago so you've been sober for two and a half years and how yeah. long have you been married we've been married now for eight years gosh okay, has it really been eight years hold on but she but left you and came back she did uh we dated when we met actually a long time ago when she was in college she was going to college leanne was going to college in fargo or in moorhead and i was living in west fargo which is in north dakota and uh we met at a halloween party and uh yeah, we, I mean, we were pretty much inseparable from that day on until my drinking got really bad. And uh, she just kind of said, you know, I, I don't think I can handle it. And there was no, it wasn't mean or she wasn't, you know, there was no like, oh, I hate you. It was just, look, I can't do this. I'm sorry, you know? And uh, so yeah, she moved to Washington and I uh, ended up getting married to somebody else. And uh, you know, you make stupid decisions when you're drinking. And, uh, <laughs> and thankfully, uh, God was kind enough to intervene with that. And uh, here we are, happy and healthy and doing good. So how did you, I mean, obviously music brought you to Nashville, but how did you end up there? And, and, and what is, well, tell us about your music career, what you're doing. Yeah, well, so I, you know, throughout my career, I've been very fortunate, although you probably don't know who I am. Uh, I've opened for everybody from Travis Tritt to Cole Swindell and Craig Morgan, John Hyatt, uh, I, I mean, I'm missing a 
crap load of people, but you get what I'm, you get what I'm saying. Um, and that really all, a lot of that has to do with just knowing the right people. Like in North Dakota, there's not a really big music scene. So I got in with a great promoter up there, a phenomenal guy named Jade Nielsen. And uh, he was, has been kind enough now for gosh, 15 years to put me on those big shows that come through. So that's kind of how I've gotten the, the, you know, to open for the bigger names. But then uh, I just have always booked myself. I have no problem talking to people, especially bar owners. Uh, so I just talk myself up and, you know, kind of weasel my way in. And once people hear me play, it's pretty, uh, you know, I'm pretty, pretty smooth sailing from there. That's not to sound cocky or arrogant. It's just the way things go. Um, well, I mean, no, you're really good. You got it. Thank you. You've got, I mean, you thank sound you. like you could, I know that there's a thousand people right now who are just as good as you in Nashville trying yes. to do oh, it. Absolutely. Just, I went to Vanderbilt. I was in Nashville. I was not into country music at the time. I was into heavy metal and yeah, I, all right. I didn't play the fiddle yet. I played the violin. And so awesome. um, um, I know but I started writing songs. The first time I picked up a guitar, which was pretty much in college, I was, instead of singing other people's songs, I started, I would just write a song. Mm -hmm. And um, I've, I've written a lot of songs. I thought about being a songwriter and moving to Nashville. And I, the, just the, the sheer competition in Nashville is, is uh, in, uh, unbelievable. There's incredibly, so, so you're you know, there, you're, I mean, it, and you're, it depends. It depends on, um, you know, writing, writing wise. Yeah, definitely competition all the way around. But if you're looking to come play the honky tonks and not get paid crap and live on tips and you know, for a fact that you have some pretty reasonable talent, you will do absolutely fine here in Nashville because okay. the caliber of talent, um, on, on Broadway is, less than I thought it would be when I got here. Now that's not to say anything bad about anybody on Broadway because I have a lot of friends on Broadway. There are some phenomenal musicians on Broadway, that's for sure. Uh, but it's definitely a tourist attraction more than it is a musical refuge. Okay, so now I'm wondering if you think you've pigeonholed yourself. I am 50 years old. I am not looking for a music career. I gave up on it a long time ago because I mm -hmm. started, I had babies and I homeschooled them and I, I don't, I don't know. I never thought I was that great. And right. so I, but I love writing songs and I love playing the fiddle. I play with a little band here called the Hill Country Ramblers and I just, awesome. I'm just, I'm just a side guy. I just play the fiddle. It's awesome. So, yeah. um, um, Oh, what was that? Where was I going? What was my question? We were talking about Broadway and the caliber of talent. Yeah. Um, oh, just, oh, I'm wondering if you kind of pigeonholed yourself a little bit by, by having your freedom song. Like, I don't care at this point in my life. I don't know. You know, you've got the I Will Not Comply song. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'll be known as the I Will Not Comply guy. And you know what? That suits me just fine. Uh, well, there, everything that's happening with this song right now is more than I could have ever dreamed of because no matter what they say about, oh, he wrote it for clickbait or he's just trying to cash no. in because his novelty wore off. It's the truth of it is, is I wrote it because I don't want anybody to not have a choice in this world. And if we keep going the way we're going and just being passive about it and going, oh yeah, I saw that. Oh, that sucks. 
you know, before we know it, we're going to end up at, in the middle of a very tyrannical society worldwide. Well, you and, did what uh, you could. You did. Yeah, you wrote the song. And, and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you actually what spurred me to write that song was because last year, I wrote it last October, actually, when Donald Trump instituted the Operation Warp Speed, because I knew that these mandates were coming. And the reason being, because I was posting on social media, and you can go back and look at my posts about the World Economic Forum and all this stuff. And as a result, Facebook started shadow banning my videos. I was getting like 70,000 views every live, and they took it down to like 3,000. Yep. And so then I had some guy come message me and say, oh, yeah, you're talking all this smack on social media. Why don't you actually take some action, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I thought, all right, buddy, I will. So I wrote that song in probably about three minutes. And then I jumped on the North Dakota news station that are so good to me up there. And within a week, I sang it on the news. And uh, that's when the hate started coming because people were not ready for that. <laughs> That is awesome. So, I mean, people are wondering what they can do. And that's something that I try to talk to my guests about is what can people do? Because, you know, anything right now that you could yeah. choose, you could choose this or you could choose freedom for future generations, or you could choose yeah. this or you could choose your job or freedom for future generations or, you know, yeah. and it's like, to, we got to be thinking about our kids, man. I mean, seriously, you know, it's easy to say, oh, the children, we care about the children. But I mean, if this stuff really goes down and they institute all this crap, our kids are the ones that are going to suffer. I mean, that's the bottom line. You know, we're, we're halfway or damn close through our lives already. I mean, there's probably nothing we can't just plug through, especially after the bullshit they've been feeding us for the past two years. But, you know, I look at my little girl, Sophie, she's seven years old. She doesn't know anything about anything. And to have her grow up in a world where she's a slave to the grind and never gets to really experience life. I mean, I can't imagine that. And I, and it will not happen on my watch. Yeah. Oh, I love you for that. Okay. So all of the awakening that's been happening is so brilliant. It's like the yeah. whole thing backfired because yeah. yeah, every we, there was so much information that has been hidden from humanity because we're such brilliant beings. Yeah. If we just, we can create anything we can think of. Absolutely. And, Manifest your destiny. That's what it's all about. Right. And so they just keep that from you. They say, no, you have to do this and you have to do this. You have to go to school. You have to get good grades. You have to go to college. You have to get a job. Then you have to oh, yeah. retire and live on pennies. And none of that's true. And, and then you go, well, what else, what else have they been lying about? Well, just about everything. And everything. everybody's, yeah, everybody's questioning everything. The whole yes. banking system, the whole medical system, the whole, yeah. everything is crumbling down. It's beautiful. It is. And it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful disaster. That's for sure. And uh, then in the whole farming system, like you're saying, eat fresh, locally grown food. It's really yeah. not rocket science. But and that's what I'm saying. And you're, you know, Betsy, you just nailed it right there. It, it's common sense. It's common sense. And the problem is they've done such a wonderful job of completely eliminating common sense that when we hear something that's common sense, we actually stop and go, is that right, though? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's crazy, but it's true. Well, um, so the, when we were talking about the, the backfiring, and the blowing up, then I look at what's happening in Australia from what is filtering oh. through to me. And so I only get information as far as online. I have my sources that I go to, that I trust. 
but I don't do any social media except for Telegram. And Telegram is yeah. full of fake news too, because it's, oh, yeah. you can say anything you want, you know? So right. you have to lots filter of, through. Yeah, there's lots of like QAnon and stuff on, on Telegram. And, and, you know, speaking of psycho, psychological operations, uh, there you go, guys. If you're, if, you're, uh, if you're trusting the plan, I strongly advise you to not trust the plan because uh, this, that's in my opinion, anyways, that's, that's psyop 101 stuff right there. Well, distraction, distraction, distraction. And what it is, is we don't know what we don't know. You yeah. can't, yeah, you can't trust anything. You have to go within. Yeah. And if it resonates with you, then that's, yeah. then that's, that's God talking. That's, you got truth. it. The Holy spirit girl, you're right on. So, and that, you know, I, you, you brought up God and Jesus and your faith and I, um, and you said, you don't have to believe in that. You just need to get right with whatever. I don't know what you said. I don't want to put words in yeah, your mouth. Well, I mean, what, I, what I mean by that is just, you know, just try it. I mean, even if you think, you know, God has never done anything for me. I don't believe in him at all. Forget it. I, what's it going to hurt you to kick up a five second? Hey, God, you know what? You know, I don't believe. But if you're up there, could you show me? He will. I promise you that. Well, and the other thing is with all of the you know, who was Jesus and, and whether you believe in, in it, you know, the message that Jesus had, mm -hmm. there's no one, I don't know, I, I've never met a person who could say that that wasn't a good message, you know? Yeah, exactly, loving, exactly. Loving and forgiving and is, that's where, it, that's, that's the, that's the juice of life. You got it, man. You got it. And you're, it. I think it's great when you say, you know, I've never seen anybody say, say anything bad about that. Well, yeah, they have to talk about the color of the skin because that's all they got. You know what I mean? If they talk anything, it's, well, you know, Jesus wasn't white, right? I don't care Who what anybody's cared? skin color is. I'm so beyond it. Right. But we all were too. I mean, Who, up yeah. until Who, who cares? Who are the, I mean, these people are the people that care about skin color. Nobody I know has ever been like, oh, that guy's got this skin color. No, thank you. And the irony I mean, is, Joe, real. you've never seen anyone's skin yeah. color. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my that's my favorite is when people come at me and try to call me a, a homophobe and a racist and all this stuff. It's like, really, guys? Really? Uh, number <laughs> one, I don't, I don't judge anybody on their skin color because I can't see their skin color. And even if I could, I wouldn't because it's retarded. I don't know uh, if we can use that word anymore, but here we are. No, it's okay. You can say and, whatever uh, you want to on Freedom Junkie and, Radio. It is yeah, and and. And number two, like, I think that if you're judging somebody, no matter wh what physical attribute you're judging them by, you're missing out on, you know, a, a whole person, like a human being, you know, to say, oh my gosh, that dude has a big nose. I can't talk to him. That is just, say that back to yourself when you think that and listen to how stupid it sounds. Well, most people don't do that. No. Most people don't care what you look like at all. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. They don't. That no, one, no one really does. It, it, people are are human beings, and we're all trying to roll down the middle of the road and live our lives to the best of our abilities without pissing too many people off. For the most part, I think. So you know, this all this stuff about racism and transgender and COVID—it's all media uh, propaganda, really. You know, the pharmaceutical companies want you to get jabbed. So they put tons of money into the media and then the media turns around and pumps out the vaccines. It's all, uh, they're, they all, they're all in bed with each other. Yeah. Um, 
I keep thinking I want to ask you about, um, you said something about having a, a policy of honesty, but I yeah. also, so I want to ask you about that, but don't let me forget to, you just said they're all in bed together and it's true. I don't know. I, I'd love to point out to my listeners that um, if you look into the, the owners of all of the stocks, it comes back, like if you look at the food, like food, if you look at yep. like Kellogg's and Nest and, and all the different companies that own the food and then it, or, mm -hmm. or produce the food. And then you look at all the travel companies, like the airlines and, and the car rental places. And if you look up, um, oh, the, the pharmaceutical companies that create medicine, they're all, they all, if you do a little bit of research, you'll find out they're all owned by the same few investment yep. companies. And then Absolutely. where do those investment companies point back to? The, the vast majority of those, of the owners of those are foundations because they are, um, what do they call that? Um, nonprofits. So they don't have, yeah. you, don't, you don't know, you don't have, if you're a nonprofit, which a foundation is, you don't have to disclose your financial information. So the three yep. biggest foundations in the world are the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, yes. the Soros Open Societies, and yep. um, um, Clinton Foundation. Oh, oh, there you go. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. can't forget about can't and, forget about old Hillary. Yeah. So they and they basically own all of everything that we we take our paycheck and we go buy all that stuff. And yeah, then yeah. we take what's left of our paycheck and we invest in those companies like they've yep. got us coming and going. So yep. anyway, um, I just wanted to, to let people know what a, a racket our entire world is. And it so, is. It know. is. And it's all this. All this racket comes from industry. And, and you'll see it when a new industry pops up they'll have the, uh, you know, the, the big promotions for it. Oh, how great is this going to be? My gosh, you guys are going to be fantastic. Self-driving cars is a perfect example of what they're trying to do right now, you know, because, oh, it's just going to be so great. You guys, you don't want to drive your car. That's not what they want to do though. They want to implement self-driving cars so that that can be part of the great reset and you won't drive them. The cars will drive you to and from where they want you to go. But of course, they can't tell you that. So, you know, it's the wave of the future, guys. Right. Ooh, no choice in the matter anymore. Ah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, tell me about your, your policy of honesty, because I think I need to, I mean, I'm, I, I think I'm, I'm a very honest person that, that I kind of have my own unspoken policy of honesty. But when you said yeah. that, something really resonated with me and I, I want to do that too. Well, for me, it just came about when I, when I quit drinking, I just kind of made a, a, a vow to myself that, you know, because with the drinking came manipulation and lies and, and uh, you know, talking bigger than I was and just, you know how it gets when you're drinking, man. And, uh, and I was a drinker, you know, and, and I would, I mean, I would wake up and start drinking, like hit the whiskey so I could stop shaking and then drink beers for breakfast kind of drinking. And, uh, so when all that stopped and I got right with God, you know, I thought, well, I, I have to be honest with people and, and do the best I can to live an honest life. Cause I can't very well go around telling people that they should, that Jesus loves them and that, that he'll save them and then lie. You know what I mean? So I try to now, instead of uh, being as quick to respond as I normally would be, I try to kind of think about stuff and really watch how I word things and, and, just uh, just make sure that I'm speaking 
with more God in my in my thought process than I normally would because I'm pretty quick to snap and and uh, you know somebody says something that I don't agree with uh, I'm quick to tell them how I feel and that's you know that's a big problem I think with a lot of us today is we we're run by emotions and and if you take a step back and and you can still say what you want to say keep it honest but the tone and the the way you present it you know is is always uh it matters it matters well i love that i mean just let's be honest who knows how long we have left and we might as well have spoken our truth yeah and, and that's it there's there's no more time for games or any of this crap that you know all this stuff that they try to distract us with democrats and republicans black or white gabby patino whatever man it's all it's all designed to distract so just don't let them don't let them manipulate you man you're your own person you know what's best for you don't let anybody tell you that you don't well and we have to you know we're speaking our truth but sometimes i feel like in my little bubble world, the people that I reach, they're already awake. Like your shirt says, yeah. awake, but not woke. Thank, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, so, but the people who just have their head firmly planted in the ground and they just, yeah. they, it's just like, no, you wear a mask, that's saving other people's lives or whatever it is. And it's like, no, you you haven't, you need to, to do a little bit more research and not listen to the TV. And, and I, yeah. I, I mean, I avoid <laughs> those people, so I don't have yeah. those conversations. And and right. so she wrote the song, and and so I think people need to do what they can, and even if it's just a little thing, if if you know, fifty million of us did a little thing, that's fifty million little things. You know, I mean, do you remember? Do you remember the movie A Bug's Life? Yeah. Okay, that's a comparison my wife Leanne uses to this stuff all the time: the ants and the grasshoppers. I think it's a bug's life anyways. Is that the right movie? I don't know. But it's one of those bug movies. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the bottom line is you get where I'm going with this, right? Like it doesn't matter that these guys have power because there are so many more of us than there are of them mm -hmm. that if we all band together and just say no, that's all it takes. You know, this, that, why do you think the media has to constantly push fear on us? Because they know this. They know that if we're not afraid, we're going to see it and we're going to stand up. And there's nothing to fear. Fear nothing. is an illusion. Yeah, Danger is really real. Is. Fear is a total illusion. It doesn't, it doesn't even need to exist. It really is because the reality of fear, at least as I've seen it, is, I mean, and I have a lot to be afraid of being a blind guy walking down Broadway in Nashville at night or whatever. <laughs> but the reality of it is, is that at any point, if I'm, disoriented or I lose my way or I don't know where I am people are nice for the most part and if you walk up to somebody and say hey man I don't mean to bother you I'm just trying to get to you know Tootsie's Orchid Lounge and I kind of got disoriented can you help me out nine out of ten times somebody will be like oh yeah dude no problem here I'll take you there mm -hmm. you know so this this whole thing about that people say it all the time about oh people are people are mean and people are this and people are that no they're they're really not people are still good people the media just wants you to think everybody's fighting with everybody else well i agree i've found that people are amazing and all we need is a little bit of encouragement and so you got it you um, got it do you want to sing your song I, I would I love could, to. I want to get my fiddle, but I don't think it'll work on Zoom. Yeah, I don't know so. that it would sync up, but man, we'll have to uh, 
you know, now they have this uh, group FaceTime. I haven't uh, dove into it yet because I don't really care about group FaceTime, but maybe we could like use that because I know they use spatial audio with it too. And I wonder if that would, uh, I wonder if that would work. It'd be interesting to try. Well, other, sure. there's, there's also an app called Acapella where you can, have you played with that yet? Uh-uh, no, I never heard of it. Okay, it's an app called Acapella and there's a free version. Obviously most apps, there's a free version and a paid version. And the free version, you only can do it for a minute. Um, okay. And then the paid version, I can't remember. It's it's kind of expensive if you're not using it a lot. You know, it's not, right, you know, right. I don't remember if it's like 30 bucks a month or something or, but, or 10 bucks a month. I don't remember. If you're not using it, it's pointless. But um, yeah. it it splits your screen on your phone and, or, or you can have more than one. You can have, two people you can have six people people got into it over covid when everybody was staying home and they were oh yeah 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 the lockdowns so i did a minute long one with myself i play i did i did uh red-haired boy i played guitar and then i i played fiddle um it's on tiktok it's the only thing i have posted on tiktok because awesome i'll have to check that out for sure that's smart too so you're basically just like multi-tracking without multi-track that's that's brilliant um Okay, play it. Blind Joe, here you go. Do it. Let's do it. All right, Freedom Fighters. Here's our anthem. Loud and proud, man. I want you singing along with me. This is called I Will Not Comply. It goes like this. I will not comply. They're trying to take me to task because I don't want to wear a mask and take the vaccine that can maybe make me die. They got no scientific evidence to back that crap up. All they do is beat us live to life. That's why I will not lie. Since back last March, I've had a Nicky breaky heart like old Billy Ray Cyrus. Been catching a case of the blues from the news around this damn coronavirus. Now they're telling us we gotta keep our kidnappers up, even if we got the shot in the arm. Nobody's talking about exercise or eat food that's fresh grown from the farm. That's why I will not comply. We're trying to take me to task because I don't want to wear a mask and take the vaccine that can maybe make me die. They got no scientific evidence to back that crap up. All they do is treat us lie after lie. That's why I will not lie. Now listen, y'all. The only way to stop the violence is for us to break the silence right now. So if you tend to agree, and you're pissed off like me, stand your ass up and scream it out loud. Saying I will not comply. We're trying to take me to task, cause I don't wanna wear a mask and take the vaccine that can maybe make me die. They got no scientific evidence to back that crap up. All they do is beat us lie after lie. That's why I will not. I'm here to tell you, Betsy, I will not come back. Oh, I know. I love it. I love your voice. I love so to me, that's the perfect song. And 
I, so I started singing it for my friends. They're like, did you write that? I'm like, I totally could have. I could have written that song. Um, but I didn't, you did. And um, I, it's, you know what it, it was reminiscent of to me is a uh, two of a kind working on a full house. You know, that's, uh, that's kind of where the, uh, yeah, the key of D and the, yeah, I, I totally see that. That's kind of, I, uh, I never really uh, thought about that song structure uh, being close to that, but I, now that you say that, I'm very, very sure that's where I ripped it off from. <laughs> yeah, it's, everything's recycled. Well, so, and so key of D, now, when you play, I can't see what you're doing. So I was sat down and tried to figure it out, and um, I play guitar all regular, you know, regular tuning, yep. and so you're playing on an open tuning? No, nope, I'm standard. Um, when I was uh, about You've got that bluesy thing going on, and I can't Yeah, see. yeah, yeah, the string bends, the... Yeah, I do that with my thumb. Um, uh, I wonder if I can move this video down so you can see my hands. But that's funny because you can't see what you're doing. I know. <laughs> I love it. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Can you see my hands now? I can see your right hand, but not okay. your left hand. Hold on. Let me see if I can move it over here. Okay, good, good, good. I want to see what okay, you're how doing. How about now? Yes, I can see. Okay, so when I'm playing, I will not comply. I go like this. I will not comply. Ah. They're trying to take me to task because I don't want to wear a mask to take the vaccine that could maybe make me die. They got no scientific evidence to back that crap up. All they do is feed us lie for lie. That's why I will not comply. Then you got the bed here. Oh, now, of course, my thumb slipped off the string, but you get it. You know what I mean? Awesome. Now, so yeah, there yeah. you go. Okay. Well, so do you mind if I cover it? No, you do whatever you want with it. Cover it, download it, and stream it everywhere and send it to everybody you know. That, yeah, I don't have a problem with it at all, man. I know a lot of artists get kind of, you know, crazy with their songs, but I, I mean, I pirate music, so pirate my music I don't yeah care. well and that's how it gets out there you know yeah. I think the Grateful Dead were the band that said just you know record everything and give it all away yeah and, and they I made mean, millions you know, yeah yeah and I'd love to be able to give it all away but you know that that unfortunately I can't do but if you find it or find a way to get it more power to you because uh yeah. you know I mean if if I wasn't three thousand dollars in with this song i would definitely give it away but until i make my money back i can't so <laughs> okay wait now your now your video went away for some yeah reason. what happened oh my video did yeah oh no um, hold on i don't mean give away your the the song you recorded i don't there you are you're back i'm back i yeah i don't i don't mean to give away the song you recorded i mean like let people record you singing oh. it live and oh, share. Yeah. Oh yeah, that stuff. That's great. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, no, I, I definitely don't care about that. Yeah. Right. Well, no. um, so you've got a new one coming out. I do, yeah. I'm uh I'm I'm you know, I looking back on it with all this stuff that's going on with this song. I probably should have just let this roll a little bit and wait, but I've got all this new music that I'm just excited to get out. And I've got the ability to do it with a, with a friend of mine, Brett McAuliffe here in, in Nashville, uh, who's a wonderful producer and a wonderful friend. And so uh, we're just gonna just start pumping it out, man. 
No, I think you should ride the wave and everything's always perfect, you know? Yeah, do you want to hear the, you want to hear the new one? I play, yeah, happy to play yeah. Sure, so this is a song that I wrote uh, really for my family, for my dad and my brother and stuff. They're all big hunters. We're big, big hunters up in, up in North Dakota there, you know? <laughs> and uh, so I had to write a hunting song and I'm not a big hunter at all. I mean, as you may have guessed, but not just because <laughs> I'm blind, just because I'm not... I, getting up at five o'clock in the morning in the cold and bundling up and sitting in a freaking tree for 12 hours is not my idea of a good time. Especially but in I North Dakota. I mean, it's yeah, cold. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of people love it. And, uh, and I love North Dakota and I love everybody from North Dakota. The people there are fantastic. And so I had to write a hunting song. And uh, so I called it hello hunting because, uh, well, you'll see. Yeah. Play it for you right now. Here we go. Hello, honey. I'm so stoked to shoot something. I got the gun and the boy already loaded in my truck. With my Q2 and my Browning, I'll bring back one that's astounding. They won't get away from me no matter how fast they're running. So here's the money now. Goodbye, honey. Hello, honey. Well, I'm rolling. My buddy's out to rural North Dakota. Where the bucks are all big and we always beat our quota. With our weapons on our shoulders and a bear in our hand, we're gonna sit right there in that deer stand. We won't get back if you won't believe the kills we show you. Goodbye, hello, honey. I'm so stoked to shoot something. I got the gun and the boy already loaded in my truck. With my YouTube and my brownie, I'll bring back one that's astounding. They won't get away from me no matter how fast they're running. So here's some money now. Goodbye, honey. Hello, honey. Now I know you don't like me shooting guns or drinking lots of beer. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but you're not my favorite dear. So goodbye, honey. Hello, honey. I'm so stoked to shoot something. I got the gun and the boy already loaded in my truck. With my YouTube and my brownie, I'll bring back one that's astounding. They won't get away from me no matter how fast they're running. Oh, here's some money now. Goodbye, honey. Hello, honey. I said, here's some money now. Goodbye, honey. Hello, honey. Woo! Ah, thank you. Thank well, you, thank you. So you're putting out an album. When will that be? Uh, you know, I'm kind of doing it. Uh, I'm kind of doing here, here we go. I say I don't want to be compared to this guy. Now I'm going to compare myself to him. I'm kind of doing it Tom McDonald style right now. Just a single at a time that will eventually, uh, you know, culminate into a, into a full album or an EP. I haven't really decided yet, uh, no. but I'm, I'm really, really independent as you know, I, I play for tips every day here on Broadway. So I'm just kind of doing what finances will allow. I mean, if this thing really takes off and I'm, I'm rolling in the dough then I'll release a full album for sure. But right now well, it's just a song. I, that's what I've done. I, um, I started recording music again after a 20 year hiatus. Wow, good for you. And, Way to jump uh, back on the wagon, man. That's great. Well, I literally didn't want to go to my grave with my songs still in me. Like, yeah. 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 Like I looked in the mirror good one day. I'm like, dude, I need to record some of these songs. Right. And um, so I'm going to have an album coming out. I don't know. I'm going to say six or eight months from now. Awesome. Um, but I've been doing the same thing. I've been, I've been releasing one at a time here and there and trying to have a video 
And uh, I didn't know it was Tom McDonald style, but now I know. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, so I, uh, it just, it, the, the, it's so easy to release a song these days. And it is, it really and, is. You know, if you're an independent artist nowadays, you have, you have no excuse to, have, to not have your music out there and, and, and on all the platforms too, because it's so simple. Well, you know, that live version you did with your buddy. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah that Chase. was just awesome. You just put it out there live. I haven't done that. I need to do some live stuff and, and put yeah, it out. Yeah, that, that uh, I actually ripped that from a, a Facebook Live that we did during the Rona. Um, you know, when everything shut down, they shut down the honky tonks and we weren't playing and stuff and we were super depressed. So we just sit here and just got totally ripped. And we were like, hey, you know what? We should just go on Facebook. We're stoned. Let's have some fun with it. And, uh, and so we did, so we did. Yeah. And, uh, so and wait, I thought you were sober. Well, alcohol free is what I call myself. Got it. Got it. Cause, yeah. uh, I I'll tell you this, I will never stop enjoying cannabis. Okay. <laughs> I hear That's you. for sure. I hear mm. you. Um, but I'm not, uh, I'm not, a uh, like, you know, I don't, I don't overindulge and get crazy on, on weed or anything. I've never had a, never had an addiction problem with, with marijuana. <laughs> Well, um, okay, so the- Because I don't think it's addictive, so. <laughs> well, you're adorable. And all I've done over the last about hour, I think we've been talking for about an hour here. Let's yeah. see. Yeah, um, is completely fall in love with you. I'm your biggest fan oh. and I can't wait for your album to come out and I'm going to promote you everywhere I can. Um, well, thank you. And my whole family loves you. My 12-year-old oh. was like, can I come say hi? And I said, sure, you can come say yeah. hi. Yeah, of he's, course. He's downstairs. He doesn't. He's not. Oh, um, so where are you out of? I'm in Austin. You're in Austin. Okay. We are going to be in Austin in Georgetown, actually, uh, a week from Monday for a rally. Oh, okay. Well, I want to come meet you. Yes. <laughs> I would love to meet you as well. Um, let me, I'm, I'm still waiting on this girl to get back to me with all the info and stuff. Um, but once she does, I will uh, shoot you an email and maybe we can hook up because I think we'll have a little bit of time uh, before and after the, the thing. I'm not really sure how things are going to go down, but yeah, that'd be great. I'd love what, to. What kind of rally is it? It's, uh, it's with uh, General Michael Flynn okay. uh, for, uh, I, I guess it's a freedom rally. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. They want me to sing I Will Not Comply. So I assume that's, that's what we're doing, a freedom rally of some sort. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, is there anything else that you would love to leave the world with? Anything else you want to? Um, yeah, I just want to say, uh, you know, guys, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't let these people control you because that's exactly what they want. And when you listen to this BS they're feeding you, you know, you're, you're, you're feeding right into their, their agenda. So trust yourself, trust your gut. And uh, Jesus loves you. And so do I. Go check out blindjoe.com for all your real country music needs. And uh, yeah, God bless you, man. Stay safe. Stay awesome. Thank you, Joe. I love you. You, you, Thank you, darling. you I, I really hope that this song helps just break you out into, you know, I, I'm, I don't know anyone who doesn't like the song. I mean, and yeah, you know, even if it doesn't break me out as an artist, I just am so thankful that it's touching people's lives and affecting them in a positive way because there's been so much negativity around lately. So it's really all I could ask for, man. Well, you are a breath of fresh air. You're humble and you're um, just 
refreshing in every way. I love how honest and open you are. And so just keep, I'm, I'm so glad we're on the same team, you know? Yes, like, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll just be in touch and, and thank you so much for coming on. Those of you who are listening, you can always go to freedomjunkyradio.com. I'm going to have all of Joe's information. Blindjoe.com is, is, is his website. And, uh, and so please forward and share these interviews and um, follow me on, I'm on Instagram. I don't go on there very much. I'm actually on Facebook and I never go on there. Um, and Telegram, you can find Freedom Junkie Radio. Betsy Dewey also is, um, I'm on there, my music. So um, Joe, what else do you have? How else can people find you? Blindjoe.com is the best way to do it. And of course, I'm all over social media too. I'm uh, especially, uh, especially prevalent on TikTok, as unfortunate as that may be. But uh, I am there. So uh, definitely uh, come see me, shoot me a comment or, or a Q&A. That's not to say anything bad about TikTok. It's just kind of a cesspool, but uh, you know, we navigate it. So, okay. Well, thank you, Joe. I'm just, I, I just can't, I'm just beaming. I've been so excited about this interview for so long and I just, um, so happy to have you on. And uh, well, thank so- you so much, Betsy. I really appreciate you having me and I appreciate your beautiful heart and soul and your wonderful passion for music. It's uh, you're, you're a breath of fresh air as well. So God bless you and your family. Well, thank you. And uh, Freedom Junkies over and out till we meet again. Yes. Peace out. I will not come back. They're trying to take me to task because I don't want to wear a mask. Take the vaccine that can maybe make me die. They got no scientific evidence to back that crap up. All they do is beat us live to life. That's why I will not. Bye.